Now from some picks and some strategy, let's get right to David Darst, Chief Investment Officer at Americana Partners. Nice to see you, David. Thanks so much for being here. Look, you have a lifetime in this market. What are you watching for? Because, you know, I always like to try and be optimistic. I think America is a great country. Uh, you know, is it that inflation is off the peak? But I mean, there, it's just so hard to find things, straws to draw out that make you feel great right now. Well, let me just start out by saying, say epithemisa tosopoli. And uh, for those of you who speak Greek on this call, that means I miss being with you guys at the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. And it looks great down there to see all that going on. It's a re it's a reopening. It's a recovery. Nicole, happy birthday, 246 years to this great country of ours. You just you just mentioned it. And I would just say after the market fell, everybody's talking about it's down 20.6 percent in the first half. Forget it. That's past. The second half of 1970, which is what they compare this one to, remember, it was down 21% uh, in 1970. Uh, the next half of the year, hey, it went up 27%. Now, we're not here to, to get overly bullish because I think we got to pay attention. We're t the Fed is tightening into a recession. They're not only tightening to kill inflation. They're tightening to get some interest rates to cut later when we get into the recession. Okay, they're also tightening to restore their credibility. They're like somebody who's, I don't know, lived high on the hog and now they're on a diet or they're going to they're going to basically get off the wag, get on the wagon for a while and, and take it easy. Um, the normal bear market, 11 of them, the last 11, the market falls 34 percent and it takes 10 months. Okay, hi. It's fallen 21 percent already and it's gone 7 percent. Uh, seven uh, of the 10 months that it would be going down in a bear market, a classic bear market. Not, it never copies, Nicole. However, uh, you could say that we're well over 50 to 60% of the price damage and the time damage. Why do we think there's going to be more damage? Earnings. This is the key. Uh, the well, that's the what I was going to ask you about, corporate earnings. I mean, when we look at the economy and the consumer, if consumers stop spending corporate earnings, people are saying how corporate earnings can go up during a recession. I mean, I guess it depends on what company you're talking about. But I mean, margins are going to be so key. I mean, are we going to see corporate earnings start to dwindle? I think you've got uh, earnings expectations, as you well know, Nicole, for the second half of this year, they're supposed to be up 10% in the third quarter and 10% in the fourth quarter, and for the full year, 9.7% this year, and next year, 9.9%. I personally think that's a bit Pollyanna-ish, a bit over-optimistic, and we got to watch starting July 15th when JP Morgan and the others, all the banks, and then they have the whole sequence of the second quarter earnings reports, Nicole. You want to see how the chief financial officer, you want to see how the chief executive officer are talking about the outlook. That's what's going to determine things. Let me just say there's a couple of great things going on. You've talked we've talked about the three keys to a bottom. Remember, you want to see the you want to see hawkishness of the Fed and inflation uh begin to peak out out. Maybe that's happening. I'm not sure. The second one is geopolitics. And let me tell you, it's on the front page of the papers today. Snake Island was retaken from the Russians by the Ukrainians. And that's the, the famous island where they said that, you know what, uh, to the Russian uh, naval vessel when they said, you better abandon 
abandoned the island and they gave them an epithet. Uh, that's that's a big positive. And the other one that we talked about, a key to the bottom, is China beginning to ease up. And we see that. They've reduced the length of the uh, uh, period that you've got to stay home uh, from a couple of weeks now to down to one week. And some cities are opening up. So, look, for, there's the keys to the bottom. What what do I want to call? get on the call with you and say we're at a bottom? You want to see bottoming earnings uh, estimates, and they start to move up, not down, okay, and earnings guidance. And you want to see bottoming purchasing managers indices. This is manufacturing, and this is services. Don't see that yet. They, they've been getting, they're still in uh, expansion road, but, but they've been contracting. And you want to see topping out, topping out uh, bearishness or inflation, and that's starting, that's starting to happen, Nicole. Uh, let me tell you, today is exactly 100 days until November the 8th, which is when we're going to have an election here. And I think that will come into play uh, a, a, in terms of its influence on the markets and market psychology. But you are right, 100% right and correct, that in, uh, interest uh, rates are important, uh, inflation is important, but the next big driver of the market, we've basically, we got a new driver in this car and it's called earnings. And that's what we've got to be looking at. Do you believe okay. I just stopped talking? So, Do you believe I just stopped talking then? I can't believe it. You, you, you never cease to amaze me. So this is why we have you on all the shows. Okay, so let's talk about some of your picks. Um, I know you have a name in healthcare, a name in defensive, and a value play. Tell us about each one. Well, um, let's start with General Mills. <laughs> you started at the show showing us a shot of uh, uh, cinnamon toast uh, and checks and Blue Buffalo and Annie's. And you know, they bought Tyson's uh, dog treats last year and they're doing very well to expand that. The stock yields 2.86%. It's got a price earnings ratio of eight times, 18 times earnings, Nicole. That's above the market. However, the return on equity of this General Mills, and every time you take a spoonful of that uh, at breakfast time, uh, you're basically contributing to their 27.6% median return on equity. Uh, this is a defensive stock par excellence. Jeffrey Harmoning, he's the CEO. He's basically done a phenomenal job of streamlining. They've, they've sold off a few things and um, uh, keeping costs under control because, you know, grains and everything else they buy uh, and shipping and, and energy to cook these things uh, have been going up in price. 2.86% yield. That thing, you're going to love this. That company was started in 1866 in, well, in Minneapolis. Yeah. Well, you know what? Look, I love all those snacks. I mean, they looked, every single thing on there looked great. But as I'm looking through the, uh, the analyst notes, I see a lot of underweights and sells. And part of it may just be valuation call. They may think at 75 bucks that it's just too pricey. Uh, you, you're right. 18 times earnings in a market that's selling 15 times, 16 times, and maybe going lower in terms of the PE. Uh, but you've got that uh, you've got that tremendous uh, return on equity, I think, and market share. It's a defensive stock. It's I think in a recession, uh, people are still going to be uh, feeding cereal to their children and eating cereal to themselves. Uh, especially the men who do not know how to cook. They're going to sit home and they're going to pull down the cereal box off the shelf. Now, AbbVie, AbbVie is the um, 
is the uh, drug company that spun off in 2013 from Abbott, you recall, and Abbott decided to stay with hospital supplies. Phenomenal company. AbbVie, you're going to love this, is in the uh, they are in the dividend aristocrats, uh, meaning they've increased the dividend for 25 uh, years plus uh, in a row. It's got a 3.68% yield. Why Humira? You know that. You know that drug. It's going off patent next year. It's 37% of the company's revenues. I mean, uh, they got 60 billion in revenues and it's over 20 billion, um, almost 20 billion of the uh, uh, total revenues of um, uh, AbbVie. Uh, that stock is, I think, uh, cheap. Just like, remember last time we were on with you, Merck, they got Keytruda going off patent and everybody's all worried. Listen to this, that stock sells AbbVie is selling for 11.5 times earnings. Are they going to come up with things? And look, they're in immunology. They're in hematologic oncology. I can't believe I said all those syllables. Hematologic oncology. Uh, they're in eye care. Uh, they're in neuroscience. They're in women's health. And don't forget, they bought Allergan, which makes Botox, right. which you're favorite yeah. correspondent, David Darst, has not yet started using. However, give uh. me time. Uh, the, uh, uh, it, it's, a, it's a great company. I got Richard yeah. Gonzalez. He's going to basically bring new, he'll either buy them or develop them in the pipeline. pipeline. Buy this stock cheap. Yeah. And the last one is, the last one is fifth, quickly, third, fifth third. Quickly. Fifth, okay, I'll make it quick. Fifth Third Bank Corp is the premier banker to the Midwest. 11.5% return on equity. Stock's down 24% this year. So what? Uh, it's selling at 10 times earnings, 3.57% uh, dividend yield. It's a class uh, 1908, Fifth Bank and Third Bank combined, and they put that name on it, $23 billion market cap. It's at the low end of its range, Nicole, 33 to 57 over the last 12 months. And I wish you and America a very happy 246th birthday. Yes, happy birthday, USA. You don't need Botox. I know you run all these triathlons and everything, and we appreciate that you're able to come on with us. And uh, I appreciate your Greek as well. Today, we're gonna have the Macy's company ringing the bell for July 4th. So it'll be an exciting um, closing bell today here at the New York Stock Exchange. Come visit us next time, David. We miss you too. In person, David Darst, Chief Investment Officer, Americana Partners.